Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 207 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of the uh, Come Follow Me materials for July the 19th to July the 25th, covering Doctrine and Covenants 81 to 83. And today we're moving forward into Doctrine and Covenants section 82, looking specifically at verses 8 to 10. Um, which is identified in the Come Follow Me manual uh, with the title of Commandments are for my salvation and protection. So here uh, we have an explanation by the Lord about why the commandments are such a vital thing to keep. Um, and as it says in the Come Follow Me manual, it says, quote, If you or someone you know has ever wondered why the Lord gives so many commandments, Doctrine and Covenants section 82 verses 8 to 10 could help. What insights in these verses could help you explain to someone why you choose to follow the Lord's commandments? You might also consider how his commandments have changed your life. Close quote. So really, it's not a very long section we're looking at today with these few verses. Uh, but we have here a an understanding about what the Lord um, wants us to, to to learn. So we'll look at the, the verses first, and then we're going to have a look at a bit of the talk that I suggested in the Come Follow Me materials as well by Carol M. Stevens. If you love me, keep my commandments. So uh, the verses here in Doctrine and Covenants section eighty two say um, in verse ten. I, the Lord, am bound when you do what I say, but when you do not what I say, ye have no promise. So here, there is a couple of things that I think we learn from verse 10. Obviously, this is a very well-known verse. It's one of the old scripture masteries. I don't know if it's uh, one of the scriptures that is focused on these days, but it's definitely one that was a scripture mastery previously in seminary. Um, but here we learn that if that the Lord is bound when we do what what we ask what He asks us to do. So when so this is interesting though because to me it, this makes it sound like that He has to and, he, and it's almost like He He has to even though He doesn't want to. When actually it's pretty much the reverse. Um, the Lord wants to bless us, uh, and when we do what we ask what He asks us to, then He will bless us. There is no you know there is no times where He won't bless us. Now obviously. You know, we, we can't know what those blessings are. Sometimes those blessings are different than what we think they'll be. But we will receive blessings uh, as a result. For example, you know, keeping the word of wisdom, uh, we may uh, presume that we are going to have a healthy life for all, for all of our lives. When actually, you know, we may not. That We may have end up having a lifelong illness, which uh, despite having lived the word of wisdom affects us. But what we do know is that if we live the word of wisdom, there will be blessings that come. Uh, whether that's in this life or the next life, there will be blessings attached to keeping obedience to that commandment. And that's the same with any commandment, really. Uh, we don't set the terms of those blessings. Uh, we we believe that we will receive blessings from the Lord uh, when, we, when we keep his commandments. As we uh, move on, it actually says in verse 11 about how the brethren that we spoke about previously, uh, Edward Partridge, Neil K. Whitney, Cindy Gilbert, Cindy Rigdon, Joseph Smith, John Whitmer, Oliver Cowdery, William W. Phelps, and Martin Harris, it says they are to be bound together by a bond and covenant that cannot be broken by transgression, 
except judgments shall immediately follow in your several stewardships. So interestingly, again, the Lord is here uh, teaching them about promises that he has made to them and how he cannot break them and he will not break them. Um, and then it talks about how these brethren are to follow suit and to follow these promises um, that they make to each other and to the Lord. And I think that he's trying to teach them here about this principle of keeping these promises. Um, but what I like as well is that in verse 10, it says, you have no promise. Now, this does not say uh, when you do not what I say, you will not receive blessings. It says when you do what I when you do not what I say, you have no promise. So basically, when we don't follow the commandments and we don't keep our covenants, we have not kept our side and therefore we may not receive those blessings. But having said that, the Lord in his mercy and his wonderful, um, gracious uh, approach to us may still bless us with other things. Um, it does not mean that, um, you know, he is going to cut everything off completely um, because he wills it. But what it does mean is that there are some times where we don't have that promise of blessings, which do come when we keep the commandments. Uh, and so we can't expect that we'll receive all the blessings that the Lord wants to give us if we don't keep our covenants or keep the commandments. And that is made very clear when we enter into those covenants as well. So it's not like it's a surprise or unfair. You know, we, we agree to that. Um, and so we need to understand that as well. Uh, so if we go to the uh, talk that's given by Carol M. Stevens, she tries to explain this with a really good analogy at the start. And it takes most of her talk or the first, the first half at least. Um, she talks about her... Um, she talks about her oldest daughter and um so she tried to take her daughter basically her granddaughter chloe her with her so her mum and her new baby sister could have some quiet time so she takes her granddaughter and buckles her into the car seat and sets off but then very soon as uh, young children do have do like at some stage in their lives they understand that they have the power to uh unbuckle those car seats uh seat belts so this is what she does She's driving, she, uh, her, her granddaughter Chloe unbuckles her seatbelt and stands up and, and is talking to her. So um, Sister Stevens pulls over, buckles her back in, gets out. She sets off again, she's already done it again. So they park over, she buckles her in and before this time she even sets off, she's already unbuckled it. And she says, quote, I found myself sitting in a car parked on, on, the, on the side of the road having a power struggle with a three-year-old, and she was winning, close quote. So I thought that was fun funny. And then she decides that she'll try the if-then approach. So basically she says, quote, Chloe, if you stay buckled in your car seat, then as soon as we get to Grandma's house, we can play with Play-Doh. No response. Chloe, if you will stay buckled in your seat, then we can make bread when we get to Grandma's house. No response. I tried that again. Chloe, if you stay buckled in your seats, then we can stop at the market for a treat. After three attempts, I realised this was a futile exercise. She was determined and no amount of if-then was going to convince her to remain in a, fastened in her seat. Close quote. So this is interesting to me because, first of all, if my children were offered a treat simply for buckling their car seats in, they would take that, they'd snap your hand off and go, oh, brilliant, I've won there. Uh, so I, just, I thought that was an interesting uh, choice there but what's clear here is that for this particular child 
you know, even a promise of a reward wouldn't um, change her mind. She really wanted to keep her car seat buckle off. Uh, and so what happens then is that Sister Stevens realises that this isn't working. And so she needs to try one final thing. Um, she feels the spirit whispered to her to teach her. And so she says, quote, I turned to face her and pulled my seatbelt away from my body so she could see it. I said, Chloe, I am wearing the seatbelt because it will protect me. But you aren't wearing your seatbelt and you won't be safe. And I'll be so sad if you get hurt. She looked at me. I could almost see the wheels turning in her um, in her little mind as, as I waited anxiously for her response. Finally, her big blue eyes brightened and she said, Grandma, you want me to wear my seatbelt because you love me. The spirit filled the car as I expressed my love for this precious girl. I didn't want to lose that feeling, but I knew I had an opportunity. So I got out and secured her in the car seat. Then I said, Chloe, will you please stay in your car seat? And she did, all the way to the market for a treat. Close quote. I do like how she adds that because... Oh, and then she says, actually, quote, and she stayed buckled all the way from the market to my home where we made bread and played with Play-Doh because Chloe did not forget, close quote. But actually, I like how she adds that at the end, that she didn't just help to realise after giving those promises that she loves her, she then fulfilled that as well. As our Heavenly Father does, he fulfills promises that he's made to us when we um, follow his commandments. Uh, and so I, I liked that. But obviously the, the key learning moments here was that our Heavenly Father asked us to do these things, not so that we can get treats or rewards or blessings or play with Play-Doh, but he does this. He gives us these commandments because he loves us, because he follows these commandments, and he knows and has, through his own experience, learned that it's for his safety and also for his joy and blessing. Uh, and so he wants the same for us. And I think that that was a great analogy uh, to help us understand what this either Lord and Bound really means for us. Because sometimes I think it can feel like it's, oh, well, you know, only only if you do this will I then actually grant you this blessing. Um, and I think that that sometimes sounds, you know, not quite the right way that the Lord feels about us. It is also because he loves us so dearly uh, that he wants to bless us with those things. Thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast. Uh, you can follow us at Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.